Hi, this is John Ratzenberger. That's right, the same John Ratzenberger that played the part of the very handsome mailman on the TV show Cheers. Now, it's a little-known fact that, in my heart, I'm just a country boy. Welcome to the NutriBlends Animal Ag Podcast, where we tell the truth about American agriculture. On this podcast, false rumors are run out of town. Misleading marketing gets called out for what it is, and you better have good science to back up your claims or you're getting a boot. You hear me? I'm John Ratzenberger, coming to you from Nashville, Tennessee. Getting calves off to a good start is often a challenge on many operations. Getting the calf to eat and keeping him healthy are lofty goals for all farms. There are no silver bullets, but staying to the basics like good hygiene, sound nutrition, vaccinations, and good housing are usually a good recipe to get them going. Angel A. Aguilar is currently the technical services manager for Lalimon Animal Nutrition. Aguilar received his Bachelor of Science in Animal Science from the Institute of Technology of Monterey, his Master of Science in Ruminant Nutrition from Texas Tech University, and his Ph.D. in Nutrition from the University of California, Davis. Welcome aboard, sir. Calves are often some of the most valuable animals on an operation. Doctor, what are some tips to help producers get calves off to a strong start? Well, you said it right, John. Uh, calves are not only valuable, but, but unfortunately, they're also vulnerable. Uh, these animals, uh, particularly in the early phase of their of their life, uh, they can be exposed to a series of stresses, and, and these stresses can impact their productive life. There are direct losses from treatment costs and for, from also death losses. You hate to say it, but... Often, uh, you know, you, you lose an animal. But you've got to take into account that there is also the opportunity cost involved. During the illnesses, calves can divert energy from growth to deal with the stress or the challenge and enhance the immune response. This energy is a cost. This is metabolic energy that could have been used for maintenance or growth and now is going to have to be spent to fight the disease or to fight the sickness that they are facing. One of the most important factors is to keep these calves growing and gaining weight. So we need to minimize the health challenges or maybe even prevent the disease. However, there is no single solution. A sound vaccination program, good management practices, as well as adequate nutrition and housing, these are all critical and they're all important. What are some of the primary challenges you see in operations and Recommendations to combat these challenges. Some of the major causes of these illnesses in calves today include scours or diarrhea, as well as other digestive upsets, and also respiratory disorders or pneumonic uh, diseases that are associated with stress. To help minimize the effects of these diseases, we recommend working to eliminate the main causes of stress, such as abrupt feed changes, poor ventilation, overcrowding, 
exposure to sudden weather changes, and excessive heat or cold, depending on the season of the year. Sounds like my high school. Pretty much. Once you're exposed to a lot of these, also need to take into consideration that it's very important to have a healthy imbalanced digestive system that can support a calf's overall immune system. One way to do this is to include in their daily ration an active dry yeast probiotic, and you can do it either in their milk when you're feeding these calves or as part of the milk replacer formula, and then mix it properly and feed it to these neonatal calves. Probiotics containing Saccharomyces cerevisiae boulardii which is a specific strain that was selected to work in the lower gut. This particular strain is cataloged under the CNCM I-1079, which is an organization where we send these microorganisms to be cataloged, and that's how we get these specific strain numbers. This particular microorganism, this particular yeast, is in a product that we call paternative milk. This is a product that was formulated specifically to be mixed with milk or milk replacers, and it's been shown to reduce the negative impacts of stress in these young calves. How does progenitive milk work? At birth, the digestive system of uh, these young calves is just beginning to develop. In fact, they don't even have uh, some of the enzymes that are required to digest feed properly. So one of the ways that we can help these calves when they're very vulnerable is to use products like, in this case, paternative milk, which contains a strain of Saccharomyces cerevisiae boulardii, I-1079, which is a proven probiotic that helps activate the immune system of these calves, particularly during times of stress. It works in the animal's lower gut, influencing the calf's natural immunity, through an internal active process. Paternative milk contains a probiotic called Saccharomyces cerevisiae boulardii that can help alleviate stress that so often damages the productivity potential of these calves. Healthy calves provide a strong foundation for the health of a heart as well as profitability of the entire operation. Where can producers and nutritionists go to get more information on incorporating protenative milk and their calf care protocols. One good source is to go to our Lalleman website, lallemananimalnutrition.com, or you can contact your local Nutriblend representative or Lalleman Animal Nutrition representative. They'll be more than happy to help you. There is certainly metabolic cost when calves get sick. Instead of the body putting nutrition into growth, the calf switches that energy over to the immune system and tries to fight the bug that has invaded its body. Keeping that calf healthy and growing is the goal for all calf growers. At birth, the digestive system of a calf is just beginning to develop. It's one of the many ways calves are vulnerable. Keeping that gut free of bacteria allows the calf to thrive. I want to thank Dr. Aguilar and encourage our listeners to join us next week to hear what's on tap in animal agriculture.